On today's episode, I'm bringing Alicia McPherson back to talk about how she went from 20K months back in January to over $100,000 months come August of the same year and what she did to do that. This is a must listen. Stay tuned. I'm Andrea Maxim, and this is the Profitable Practice Podcast made for practitioners who are ready to build a six-figure practice with a million-dollar impact that also lets you close your laptop and be present with your family anytime you want to. Together, we will challenge the antiquated ways of running a practice, we'll merge our brick and mortar online, and build, systemize, and grow as maximized practitioners. Welcome to the podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. And this is an extra special episode because this is kind of like a year in the making. We had Dr. Alicia McPherson on the podcast at the very beginning of the year in January. And I've just watched her explode this year. And I reached out to her and I said, hey, could we do a follow-up episode for where you were at the beginning of the year, making 20K per month, and where you are now, where your business is now making over 100K per month, and she's breached the $1 million mark in basically 11 months. And she did. And so I am so thrilled to have Dr. Alicia back on the show, kind of describing where she's at now, where her mindset's at now. And I also encourage you to go back and watch the original interview. We have it on video. It's episode 136. And just also look at how different she looks and how her language is different and how her energy is different, because I think that is a huge testament to why she had such a phenomenal year. So with that being said, without further ado, let's jump over to the interview with Alicia. Hey, Alicia, thank you so much for coming back onto the podcast I mean, what a year you have had. It feels like just yesterday we were talking and that was back in January of 2020. We are now December of 2020. And I don't think even you knew what this year was going to be like for you. So before we jump into kind of like a year at a glance, because the growth that you have experienced, um, personally, I'm sure business-wise has been amazing. You're now um, helping out the ND community even more, which is awesome. We'll talk about that. But just in case there's some people that don't know who you are just yet, just give kind of a brief background onto kind of what brought you to where we are today. Yeah, totally. Well, thanks for having me again. It's always so exciting to do, like, I didn't even realize this was about 12 months since we last talked. It's yeah. crazy. So yeah, I'm, I'm Dr. Alicia McPherson. I'm a naturopathic doctor licensed in Ontario in, in 2018, November 2018. And so I've really just spent the last two years using social media to grow my business, my one-on-one, and then my, my programs that I run. I started with a big focus in women's weight loss, and then that's morphed into stress management and confidence and empowerment and just using social media to, to grow and create a community and create more help and support for women is what I've been building the last two years. And, you know, 
all of you, I will put the link of the original episode. In fact, Alicia, I think it's episode 136. It has been the most downloaded for the two weeks in a row since you launched your Facebook group. Um, so everyone is starting to Google you a little bit more. So I want everyone to go ahead, including you, listen to podcast 136, which is our original interview. And now we're going to take that step from where you were. So I was even telling Alicia before we started the recording where we left off in January of this year was um, you were still doing your weekly webinars and you were just about ready to start upping your ad spend to something like $200 a week. So we, we've, you know, made a few tiny little jumps from that point. So describe how things have been since January. Yeah, it's crazy. When I look back in January, I think we were making like 20K a month. Maybe I, I, I can't quite remember, but our ad spend was 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 lower. And I, I remember feeling really nervous to increase it at that, that point. Like, is it mm-hmm. going to work? Let's just try it. So right now we're spending on Facebook ads about 700 a day and looking to move towards YouTube ads and different ads just because the way that I my messaging is and, and my marketing, I, I trust it. I, I know it's working. And so now to be able to grow, it's, it's, it's quite, I'm going to say it's easier to be able to increase that ad budget and just know that we hit our first hundred K month in um, August of this year. And then it's just grown from there. So yeah. What a difference in like eight months. Yeah. And the one big takeaway from our original interview was how dedicated you were to the one system, the one process you were like detailed of every single metric and data. And that is certainly continued on. So you say it, you, it rolls off the tongue, like, yeah, $700 a day, no big deal. And I'm sure other people are like barfing in their mouth right now being like, oh my God, I couldn't even imagine. So this is kind of where I wanted to really pick your brain on what is the difference in how you're running your business, how you're showing up to your business to go from 20K months at the beginning of the year, jump six months later, and you've now hit your first six-figure month. There's a lot that goes into that. There's a lot of bravery and courage that goes into that. There's, I'm sure, a lot of letting go. I would love to hear how those first six months went. And if you can even remember, and I know it feels like it was ages ago, what were some of the big steps that you needed to take to get there? Totally. Yeah. I, for me, it's always been about building freedom for myself. I wanted massive impact. I wanted a lot of freedom to be able to, like, we just went to Costa Rica for, for two weeks and made more than we made like 30,000 in a week. It, and I wasn't even working. So I wanted, I wanted that kind of life, the impact um, the freedom, but also to have an income that, that supports my, my dreams. And so that is what the last six months I've been building, not only increasing income, but how can I create a structure in a business that allows me an open schedule, like just a completely open schedule, because I know what really lights me up and makes me feel alive and fulfilled is yes, working some one-on-ones with patients, but it's creating, it's creating programs. It's getting in front of audiences. It's sharing. Like I love to speak in front of hundreds and hundreds of people. So that is what the last six months has been building is looking at what really makes me feel alive and passionate and fulfilled. Mm -hmm. What do I need to do in my business to create that? And I've noticed the more that I, I get myself in alignment with what feels so good to me, 
the more money I make. And so I've really stayed true to that and not doing things that make me feel deprived, depleted, you know, the things that I thought I had to do to make lots of money. I said, nope, let's live in passion. Let's, let's, let's trust my instincts. Let's really focus on my energy. And everything has just grown based off of that one principle. And I would say like the energy emanates from you. Like every time I get in front of you, even I feel energized and I, and I found it very interesting in the Facebook group you have, and it's called Un, uh, Naturopathics, Naturopaths Unleashed, excuse me. Um, there was a poll that you posted at the very beginning being like, what do you guys want to know? And you are coming from social selling expert. You're totally like carving out that niche in our industry for sure. And, um, I found it very interesting on the first live that you did that you're like, oh, I totally thought you guys would want to learn about mindset and money mindset and all of that. And, um, yet everybody wanted to learn the tangibles. They wanted to learn, how do I sell on social media? How do I post? How do I do like the day-to-day clicky work? And every single time you've gone live since you are always talking about like, yes, I am doing that work, but it's all coming from my intention. It's all coming from where I am when I'm writing the copy, where I am when I'm showing up to my business. And I think that's a a huge piece that if a practitioner really wants to grow, if they really want to feel those shackles being let go, and I'm living this with you, like I've now just delegated or hired my second employee, I'm getting out of the one-on-one. I know it's great, but we don't come from that place. When we graduate, we come from that cookie cutter mold. You have to see patients. You have to be in a clinic atmosphere. You have to be very stoic and very professional at all times. And it, it just goes to show how crap that is. And so in this journey that you've had from starting at zero, making 10K, your first 10K, then 20K, then like, what would that be? 5Xing it. I would love for you to describe how you started to shed those antiquated sort of like predetermined stereotypes that practitioners need to have. And you just started to let that go because that is a hundred percent the reason why you were able to attract as much abundance as you did. Yeah, it's crazy. When you look at August 2019 to August 2020, five times the growth, that doesn't even make sense in terms of the business world. It doesn't make sense. And so I thought about that a lot, like what allows me to just get there? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really like my, my, my root is in connection. How can I connect to people online? How can I connect to these women and really speak to them? And that was just being completely authentic and vulnerable and sharing and being raw. And even when it feels uncomfortable, that's when it's, that's, that's the juicy part. And that's what people will say. Yeah, I want to work with you. Yes. Your program, like people don't buy my program. They don't want to work with me. They don't spend the the money because it's weight loss. They spend it because like her, her energy is infectious. I need to be in that. I want to calibrate to that. I want to move into that energy and how she sees the world. So everything that I do is very intentional from lighting my Christmas tree with Kirk, from buying my dog's Christmas outfits and sharing that from sharing my hopes and dreams and my vacations and all that, everything that I do, what I eat in a day, it's all coming from a place of wanting to connect to people and wanting to be truly authentically me. And I I really believe that's what's created this attraction Mm -hmm. because people are buying into my life they want to be part of this they they see themselves in me 
And that's what they're, they're shooting for. Plus I do a lot of work on my energy and working through the self-doubt and the feelings of unworthiness and the scarcity mindset. That has been the big thing is move into abundance, always move into positivity, move into a place where I can see it coming to me and attracting and, and always living in desire. What do I, what do I want? And I spend a lot of time every morning writing out, what do I want? Why am I building this? Why is it important to me? How do I want to feel? And it gets to be a lot more than just making money. It's the impact, the feeling that's attached to it. So I do a lot of work on magnifying that because I know the clients, the patients that are attracted to that will flow to me very easily. And how was the transition from being in that practitioner role, needing to do the consults, blah, 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 to now also knowing, okay, this is where I want to go. These are the steps that I need to take to get out of the stuff that brings me down, that doesn't give me joy, starting to delegate that off. And now in your role as the CEO, that you are just the face, you're the marketing, you're the connection, and you kind of carve that out. And that's where you resonate the most. But I'd love for you to describe how that journey was and what were the things that you needed to practice or who did you need to reach out to, to start to offload those things that again, for four plus years, we were ingrained that we are the only ones, we are unicorns. No one else is going to work with us. We have to do all the things. That has been the hardest part for me was building a team. It continues. Now it feels a little bit smoother, but that was the hardest, the hardest thing for me to let go and trust somebody else. I retired, I'm going to say retired Kirk. He, he would argue that he works harder now than he's ever done before because mm-hmm. I tend to be a little bit of a nail gun boss. Uh, but he he's had to take on the things that I didn't want to do. And he had no background in business marketing at all. So that has definitely been an adjustment in in having him take over the things that I don't want to do, but also building a team of, we have um, holistic nutritionists, we have a dietitian, we have a nurse practitioner that's on the team and just being able to trust them. I've had to do a lot of work around, around that and to count on them. But right now we've got to a place where I feel so grateful. I, I manifested my team every day. I wrote down exactly who I was looking for in team members and then boom, they just fell into my lap and the transition was very, very good. So that was a lot of meetings that we had to have. And it was me who didn't know what I wanted because I just did it. I just had it in me and I was doing it. So I had to do a lot of work on what I wanted the brand to look like, the intimacy that I wanted my clients to have that, that has been my pillar. I want them to feel so connected to their coaches and I want it to be a very intimate setting. So just being able to articulate that and, and teach the team that and stay connected, that has been the biggest journey for myself. The hardest part of building my business was letting go and trusting that they're in line with who I am. And what would you say was the very first place you started to practice in this like higher level place? Because Again, I know everyone is just even listening. They're like, oh, that sounds so great. The people that are following you, they're like, oh, I want that. And yet it's really hard for most humans to take those steps, to actually hold the fear with them, as you say, and start to grow in a way that is scary AF and uncomfortable and all those things. So I would love to, if you can even remember, like what was the very first step that you took? Was it 
starting to do that gratitude, um, very intentional journaling every day? Was it reaching out to a coach? Like, how did you start getting into that practice? Yeah, I've always been a little, I've always been big into mindset since I was even, oh my gosh, like 12. I used to carry around this little Buddha with me. I like <laughs> was so into Buddhism. I, I just loved it and the philosophy. So I've always really been mindful of, of meditation and, and how we can attract what we want. But when I started the business, I, I, it was journaling. I have my journal. I have multiple journals. They sit here and every morning it's, what do I want? And it's being clear on that. What do I want? What do I want? And I wrote it down every day. hundred K was a big jump. We went from 20, 20, 20, 50, 60, hundred. Like it was just boom. And it came out of nowhere. August, we made no, barely any money the first two weeks and then boom, a hundred thousand. So it really much didn't, it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense how I was doing it. But every day I would write down all summer, hundred thousand. I am an energetic match for a hundred thousand months. Mm. I am building a million dollar business. I am a million dollar brand. I attract. And so it was really writing that down first and then connecting to the feeling behind it. Mm-hmm. Like how would you feel if you had a hundred thousand dollars come in in one month? And I'd imagine the Stripe account. I imagined my bank account growing and so I really painted the, the vision of what I wanted it to look like and the feeling behind it. And I do that with everything. How would it feel to build a team that feels so aligned with me that I know they're just an extension of, of myself? Mm-hmm. What does that feel like to be able to go to Costa Rica and just trust in my team, my enrollment team, my, my success coach team? What does that feel like? And so everything that I want, I, I, I first of all, know, I have to know what I want. And then I tap into the feeling of it. What does it feel like? And that also allows me to make actions according to that feeling. Mm-hmm. So I'm no, no longer creating decisions in my business based on scarcity or lack. It's all, what's the feeling? What's the feeling? What's the feeling? Okay, what do you do about it? Boom, I'm doing an, a five-day challenge. I'm charging $97. There's another 100,000 months. So everything that I do is coming from abundance. And how about leaning into the growth? Because sometimes we, we want, we want to ask for, we want the hundred K months and then it happens. And if you don't have the business structure to help with that growth, things can fall apart very quickly. So even jumping from 20 K to hundred K, how, how did you manage that? And maybe because it was all online transactions, it wasn't, um, it didn't require any extra infrastructure, but I imagine that there needed to be some quick changes that had to make that you had to make, excuse me, especially hundred K and beyond now describe what that's like, what that process is like now from that structural perspective. Totally. On our enrollment team calls, I call it breaking the business. Like we broke the business. Congratulations, everybody. Uh, So we definitely broke the business in, I think, April. April was when we pushed past the the 20K month and the whole thing broke. The structure didn't work anymore. It was set up for 10K months. And then we were, were hitting above that. So I did a quick, it was a one week change. I switched absolutely everything. I spent all my time. It was in the middle of the pandemic and I just flipped it all. And so that had to happen very, very quickly. And my team now knows that I move fast and I often don't communicate that well. And that is why I have my partner Kirk. And so they just know to stay on their toes and I I try my best, but yeah, things will move very quickly. When I 
when I made past, I think it was 25, 30 K I set it up for 150 K a month business. Mm -hmm. And so now I know I'm okay until I hit that. And then it'll be a quick flip. However, at this point, there's this immense trust in myself that there's no more panic. It's just, I've got this, what do I need to do? And then I can, I can move into that. And with business, there's always not enough time. There's always more things we have to do. So I always back off What's my priorities. Okay, let's do that. And there's this ease and flow. If there's no fun in the business, if it's not, doesn't feel good, if there's too much force, it's not worth it. So I always find more ease and flow. What do I need to do to nicely transition into a better business structure? And can you elaborate a little bit more what that means to say, okay, we set our business up for 20K months. Now we're setting it up for 150K months. What is that setup piece? Just to clarify that that part. That would be a client onboarding. So let's say someone signs up to work with, it used to be me, but now it's one of my success coaches or they buy my high level program even mentorship. How do you onboard someone and get them into your space? How do you get them the training videos? How do you get them the things? Mm -hmm. So I had to create really solid strategies and processes and do that work, which is not my, my favorite to do, but I had to create that for, for the team. Kirk works really well when there's strategies and systems in place. So we had to create that for him that when this happens, this person goes here, here, and here, here, and there's no more, there's no more guessing. It's just a a simple thing that we use on Google Excel, where he just ticks it off and we know everyone's getting the exact same experience. Awesome. And I think the biggest thing that I worry about with a lot of practitioners is they're still flying off the cuff, like waking Mm -hmm. up every morning being like, I just hope and pray today's going to go okay. And if you look at the businesses that are doing well, that are growing fast, it's exactly what you're saying. Like you have to be documenting, you have to be outlining everything. Everyone has to be on the same team. You have to have meetings. I would love to talk about now how people could perceive your lifestyle and seeing you go, you know, on vacation and blah, 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 as now she's made it. Now she doesn't have to work as hard. Now she doesn't, you know, I, and you're laughing already. Um, you know, that is also, I think, a huge misconception with growth of a business is that the more you grow, the less work you have to do. I would love for you to lay out what that looks like. Yeah, I would say it's more work, but there's more ease. So at the beginning, right. it felt very forceful. Like I didn't know what I was doing. And now there's a lot more ease and flow with it where I know if I do this, this, and this, I'm going to double. Also, I'm still in growth mode. I still have big goals to hit. So there's always, always, always things to do. And it's just prioritizing that. Plus, if you're anything like me, you get a break, a two week break. And you're like, what do I do with my time? And then a new idea comes and you're like, this would be a great program. I'm going to write this. So yeah, eventually you just become very efficient with your tasks and it's no longer guessing like, Oh, I have an hour. What should I do? It's I have an hour. I've already planned out what I'm doing for the day. I'm getting it done. So my time is now very efficient and productive instead of scattered on, I should create a post today. It's right. It's now very efficient, (laughs) but you're showing up to your business every single day, even as a seven figure business earner, I would say you're still showing up just as much in the forefront. And I'm sure you are showing up a lot more in behind the scenes, but again, it's the feeling of no overwhelm, not chaos, not anxious. It doesn't feel like work because it's just the natural flow, 
but I just wanted to like, be honest with everyone who's listening that it doesn't get easier. It doesn't get like feed up all day, watching Netflix all day Mm -hmm. while your business is running. Like that's not what happens as you grow. And even as a multi six figure earner, I'm just like, man, like, I feel like I'm still working really hard, but I don't feel stressed out. I don't feel anxious. Plus delegating to the team really helps. But it also means that if you're at that CEO level, you know, there's a lot of things that you need to be responsible for and are responsible for. And how does that even feel? So now, like in a lot of cases, the business still makes like the buck stops with you regardless. You have to control your team. If there's ever a bad um, feedback, it's usually, again, either the process is broken or, or there's lack of communication. How does that feel to also now step up as a team leader? for you and be like, man, now, like I have all these lives in my hands that I'm hoping is helping to make that impact that I want to make. Totally. It's, it's definitely what I was born to do. I'd say is to, to lead a team for sure. That is, I I think where I shine and also helping them lead themselves. I really, my team, I, I work more as a feminine energy leadership where I want to empower them to rise. I want them to take control of their lives and be able to do the things, but it's, it's been hard to step into that and see how to lead people and, and make sure they're performing at their their best. So I've done a lot of work on how do I be a really great leader for them to take action and do the work themselves. And it's been very empowering to step into that, but also it's quite a struggle, I would say. And then where I'd like to take this conversation as we start to wrap up is I would love to get your perception on where practitioners are still stifling themselves or feeling stifled because again of stereotypes or antiquated you know roles that we were kind of birthed into what is your overall takeaway of where you see people really needing to smarten up take responsibility these are the things that you got to do or just lower your expectations yeah it still comes back to ND's owning their worth and really stepping into that, I'm seeing, I've been in masterminds and, and in, in communities of holistic nutritionists and health coaches and personal trainers just crush it because they own their worth. Whereas an ND might be struggling to make 40K a year. When I know that they have this massive potential, they have the education, they've got the, the skill set to, to blow it up and really create a life of not only good income, because yes, that's important, but like impact massive impact. You see on social media, all this health advice that really is just, it makes me so angry to, to, to know that we have so much to give and we're not, we're not owning it. So the biggest thing that, that I find and these aren't doing is, is really recognizing that they have a gift. They have a gift. They spent four, at least four years through medical school. And it's time to, to bring that out and to show up and to show up in a very authentic way and to not just go the clinical five ways to boost your energy, like show up as a person. Mm-hmm. I really let yourself shine. And if you're using social media, let it come through there, share your life, share your experiences. You don't have to share everything, but you know, be a, be a human, be a person, not just a clinician, be someone that people can relate to and they want to work with and yeah, share, share your wisdom because the world desperately needs it. And I think the first step in doing that, I think is letting go of the, um, what's the word I'm trying to say? 
Like we leave school and I'm talking just about naturopaths. So I can't talk about any other regulation, but we are thrust into this like fear state where if we even turn the wrong way, we're going to get like a warning letter or something from our board (laughs) if we're going to lose our license. And I think that is a huge fear while certainly founded. I mean, we don't want you to be causing public harm or be doing stupid stuff that you shouldn't be doing. But I do feel that people use that as an excuse for not doing all the things that you just mentioned. So what have you seen in that aspect with practitioners? Totally. Like our board wants us to do well. They want us to be successful. They want NB's message to get out there. And I, I, I truly believe in that and the calls I've had with them. I truly believe they want us to do well. They don't want to make us not make a lot of money or not get our word out. They want us to do well. So I have a, a belief rooted in that, that they, they truly want the best for us too. And it's just being educated and doing the research. And when there's gray areas, asking the questions and getting to a place that you feel comfortable doing the things and getting yourself out there. Cause there is a lot of freedom out there. Mm-hmm. And some of the things I've heard on what people and these think they can't do. I'm like, that, that, that's, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. So we do have a lot of freedom provided, you know, we're not creating harm. We're not going against the big rules that we're not supposed to do, but just having a look on the website of your regulatory board or having a call just so you have peace of mind. Cause in terms of marketing, we do have quite a bit of freedom in getting our message out. Mm-hmm. Any final takeaways, any final pieces that even as you're reflecting on your journey, you're just like, I think this would be the best piece of advice or one of the best pieces of advice that I could give to just start planting those seeds. Cause again, personal change is something you have to step into. You have to want the change. You have to want the growth. You have to want to do those scary things. So I'm not going to say anybody's going to be drastically transformed by the end of this episode, (laughs) but I do think planting seeds for when someone's ready is really important. So what were some of those key seeds that were planted in you? Yeah. Consistency is a big one. And just every day, just showing up and and being in front of your business one way or the other. Clarity is another one, getting crystal clear on what you want, what you want to do, what you want to build. The more clarity that you have, the the bigger and better your business is going to to be. Really, and really recognizing that you have this massive potential in you and surrounding yourself with people that believe in that as well getting rid of the scroll stop scrolling and and playing into the judgment and the the comparison game and just you know start creating create 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 stop consuming and create that has been a game changer for me and i think the final piece that i would add to that is really knowing where you want to be and where you shine and where your energy will flow the most and doing everything you can as quickly as you can to get there. And there are some um, health and wellness practitioners that are destined to be the practitioner. And that Mm -hmm. is something that they need to embrace and they need to let go of the business stuff that they are not good at. And there are some health and wellness practitioners that are meant to be team leaders, business owners, but aren't designed for the one-on-one. And that's something that we've repeatedly said on the podcast multiple times where it's okay to not want to do both. It's okay that you um, graduated with a certification or a license and 
doing that one-on-one work is not in your wheelhouse, that's okay. But it's also okay to acknowledge that you are the worst business owner and manager ever, (laughs) and you just shouldn't be doing it and stop beating your head against a wall. Because I think the biggest thing that I can say about watching your journey and also living my own is when I was doing the things that I was supposed to be doing, it was very, very easy. There was no resistance. There was fear but there was no major resistance. And every time I tried to force myself somewhere, I just got nothing but feedback. Would you say that you feel the same? Oh, totally. Everything I do, it has to be, there's this ease, there's this flow, there's this fulfillment. And there's going to be something that I don't necessarily love to do, but in my head, it's quickly delegate. Okay, I'm doing this. I've been doing this for a month. I really don't want to do this anymore. Like YouTube video editing. Please don't do that. Yeah not do that. So it's a quick, it's a quick delegation at that point, but I do give things a a shot to see. Um, and then if I don't like it, it, it goes, it goes elsewhere to somebody else. And then the final piece is about that money mindset, which I know is a huge topic in and of itself. Um, But a lot of the things that we're talking about, a lot of the growth that's happening is from investment, either investment in ourselves, in our business strategy, and in our team. And that probably wasn't easy. It never is easy. Uh, But how would you also encourage and again, plant those seeds like these are some resources for money mindset, or this is the work you just need to start doing. What would some advice be around that? Yeah. What I've learned is the more money I spend into my business, it comes back to me fivefold. Every time I make a big payment in something I truly believe in, the return is exponential. So now I know, you know, if I feel aligned with something and I'm like this, and I'm doing the work on desire, the feeling, what's the aligned action, then my decisions are never, I never wrong. So with, with money mindset, I've learned that I'm grateful for every single thing that comes in. It could be a $97 offer. It could be a toonie that I found in my dresser. <laughs> yeah. It could be, you know, 5,000, whatever it is, whatever comes in. I'm so unbelievably grateful for it, but I'm also grateful for what comes out. My phone bill, my internet bill, being able to pay, pay my employees. I paid one of my team members and now she's got this amazing Jeep. And I'm like, I, I helped with that. Yeah. So, right. So everything that goes though, I'm also equally grateful for whether it was the, my loan repayment that I made. I was like, so grateful for giving, getting to be able to give that money back. And so I do a lot of work on the energetic exchange of that. And also recognizing with like a lot of times we don't want to spend money if we're in debt. And to me, it's different when you're investing in your business versus buying a pair of shoes. I would agree. Right. When we're investing into our business, if you've got a credit card, I put my first business expense on a credit Kirk's credit card. The second business expense went on Kirk's credit card. He's got this massive limit. And so it's recognizing that that is an investment. It's very different from buying clothes or, you know, a couch or a TV on a credit card. When you're investing in your business and you have credit, we use it because that has catapulted my, my business. Mm-hmm. Um, just having that mindset to know I'm going to invest in my business. I'm going to make five times the amount back. I'm going to invest. I'm going to make five times the amount back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. If anybody wants to reach out to you, what are some of the best ways to find you? I am actively on Instagram at Dr. Are you? I, mean, I haven't <laughs> noticed. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I am actively on there. I still control my own Instagram. I gave it away for a little bit and then I'm like, no, 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 no. So um, if you message me on there, it goes directly to me. And then I also have the Facebook group and these Unleashed Natural Paths Unleashed and awesome. I'm doing weekly videos on there. Thank you so much for coming on. And it was just like perfect timing for us to be doing the beginning of the year. And now we close at the end of the year of the best year you could have probably ever manifested. And then it's just going to go up from here. So I'm just so proud of you. And I'm so proud that I can watch this growth and it inspires me every day. So to have you on again is just amazing. And being aligned with you now is, is so great. Thank you. You inspire me as well. <laughs> Yay. All right. Have a wonderful day. You too. All right, guys, that was a fabulous interview. And I hope the biggest takeaway that you get from all of this is learning the tangible things, learning how to do things, learning the skills is a large part of growth, but the mindset work, that's really where the difference is. And we also talked about understanding your weaknesses, understanding your strengths, and being comfortable with that as well. And if you know that business is a weakness for you, I want you to reach out to me. You can book in a 30-minute game plan call. The link is in the show notes or reach out to me on Instagram at AndreaMaximND. And we'll just start a conversation and see if I might be of any service to you or we may be the right fit. I don't want you to wait another year to achieve similar growth to what Alicia did. I'm not expecting you to go into the seven figure mark, but I am expecting you to have steady and continuous growth, either personally, business-wise, or both. And I want to help you get there. So reach out to me because doing it alone is not serving you at all. Just get the advice from people who've already been there, done that, and can see your blind spots. So either book that 30 minute call with me or drop me a DM at Andrew Maxim ND. But that's all I've got for today. I hope you enjoyed. I'm Andrew Maxim and I'm out. If you liked this episode, be sure to subscribe. So you are notified when a new episode is posted, leave a review and drop me a message on Instagram at Andrew Maxim ND as I love hearing from you. Just so you know, we also host the video version of most of our episodes on maximizedbusiness.ca. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you on the next episode.